0: This is the PropTech VC Podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content.
1: On today's PropTech VC Podcast, we're joined by Tyler Bradford, the president at Barge Properties Management. Barge is based in Texas and essentially manages the whole Texas region with a particular focus on Central and East Texas. They have several thousand units under management and they're also one of the property management firms that I personally use. So I'm excited to have uh, Tyler on the show. Tyler, thank you for coming on.
0: Thank you for having me, looking forward to it. So Tyler, give us a quick
1: background. Um, How did you get so involved in property management?
0: So property management I was initially interested in just real estate and business and found myself at a young age 15 16 wanting to learn more about it and the best way to do that was from the ground up and learn what how, what goes into it from the maintenance standpoint so I started by just working at some of the properties um, around town during the summers, cleaning, painting, and then started doing make readies and learning how to get a unit ready for the next resident. And that led, led into learning about the management process and leasing and the numbers and kind of getting into the nitty gritty. And by that time, I was ready to go to college and realize that I wanted to make real estate um, kind of a long-term career choice. So really tried to learn all the different aspects um, of property management. And that's kind of led me to where I am today of learning the various kind of regions and specifics
1: you know there's a couple of paths people have going into property management it might be that you're an investor and you bought a single family rental and you want to save money and you want to mm-hmm. take on the uh, crazy task of managing yourself but really it's not much work if it's one or two units and then eventually you get more and more units and your friends ask you if you can manage theirs and before you know it you've got a small portfolio on the other hand, you could be an owner, and I know you have interesting perspectives on this because of the history of Baj, but you can be an owner and you might decide, you know what, well, I'm tired of working with other property management firms. We think we can do better ourselves because we do things our own way. And so you you just simply take over at that point. Um, or you can get a job in a property management firm at different levels. Um, but going into real estate, doing the maintenance, doing the hard labor, that's a really interesting path. What, what did that give you? And what view do you have about the ideal way for someone to uh, enter the real estate segment and property management in particular?
0: So that's a that's a great point. I think for me, starting off at that level at the time, I mean, I I didn't necessarily want to do that. I didn't want to paint in the Texas heat and power wash all day, but now I've kind of learned that it was very valuable because now in the position I'm am, am in that's more of supervising um, property managers and that filters down all the way to the maintenance it helped me learn kind of firsthand what to do what not to do so then I know what to expect from employees and um, at that level and what is a good way to go about maintenance work um, and you really kind of learn from the ground up and so that's kind of why I took that path but a lot of people I would say don't take that path they kind of know based on their personality of either I'm really good with people and marketing and advertising and so I want to become a leasing agent and then once they start doing that they might realize, okay, the next step is, I'd like to become an assistant manager and work my way up towards being a manager of a whole property. And the same thing can go for maintenance. A lot of people will start just as kind of a make ready technician or a porter such as I did and then work their way up from there to um, kind of running the whole show on the maintenance end. So those are Those are kind of the two ways I would see people initially start if they're brand new is either on the maintenance side, starting with make ready, or is a leasing agent on more of the office um, side of the operations.
1: You know, having run a technology company myself, I can attest there's multiple paths into success, whether it's running your own property management firm or running your own high tech company. I -hmm. definitely, after I sold my company, I, I learned to code because I felt I was at a tremendous disadvantage when you're hiring a a company that relies on technical engineering talent. And if you can't code, you're relying on their estimates. And when you ask for something that's out of scope, you don't appreciate the practical nature of shipping product. I'm imagining that you going in at the ground level, doing the power washing, the Texas heat and painting Mm. must have given you a unique perspective, a perspective around renovations and what it takes. And I don't know, is this true? Do you also get more respect from maintenance and, and renovation staff because you've walked in their shoes before and you know what it takes?
0: Yeah, and I think it cuts both ways because they understand if they know my background, they know that, hey, I've done this before. And so they don't try to kind of um, get by easy because they, I tell them, hey, I've done this, I've been in your shoes and no, but it also creates a respect level um, that I have for them because I know that it can be very tough. It can be very tiring. It's a it's a taxing job and um, there's a lot that goes into it and things are always breaking. Things are always needing to be fixed. There's always turnover and um, new make readies to be done. And so it just, it creates an interesting relationship because you're able to connect with those employees. And I think there's really a respect that goes both ways.
1: Tyler, tell, tell us a bit about the owners who decide to take on property management themselves and maybe a bit about large here as well, because that's what makes you guys pretty unique. Um, why do some firms decide to take it on themselves? and how how should an investor or real estate owner decide whether they want to outsource property management, or whether they want to make it part of their core competence?
0: Right. Um, I have found from looking at certain properties that there are certain owners that do very well if they are focused on, say, a hundred unit um, apartment complex and, that is their kind of main job is to supervise and really put their time into the supervision and oversight of that property. But if you are an owner and you're like, oh, okay, I can I can look at the numbers, I can kind of make sure that the manager's doing a good job, the on-site manager. Um, but you have another day job that you're dealing with. That's where I see things start to to go wrong because then you're treating it more as a just kind of a passive investment versus it really needs to be more active if you're going to manage it yourself. Um, so I've, I've seen some inefficiencies there. Plus if that's your only, your only investment, you lose some of the, the scale that a property management company that does just that has, um, some of their pricing power, um, things of that nature. And so I think, A lot of owners tend to want to invest in real estate, but they don't want to deal with the day-to-day headaches that come along with it in dealing with residents. And that's where a property management firm uh, comes into place. But it has to be a firm that you trust, you know is gonna do a good job and look out for both the owner and the residents that call that apartment or house or whatever the asset may be their home.
1: And what what roles do you see, uh, or what roles are typically found in property management firms?
0: So, you've you've kind of got it segregated into two camps. You have the on-site personnel that at each, if we're talking apartments at each apartment complex, um, you'll have a maintenance staff there um, that can be a porter, make-ready person that primarily paints, picks up the grounds, helps out in kind of the lower level maintenance activities. Then you can have an assistant maintenance that will do the porter's job plus some work orders. Then you've got your lead maintenance that ensures that everything on the property is running really well. He's usually certified to work on HVAC systems. And that nature of kind of higher level issues. Then in the office, you typically have a leasing agent um, that will show units and show property. and then an assistant manager that, again, will will show property as well, but will do some more administrative functions to help the manager. And then you have your property manager that really, oversees everything down to the porter. Make sure that the property is just running as smoothly and as efficiently as possible. And there are a lot of things that go into that role. Um, Then you kind of step up to a little bit more of a, a corporate level of a supervisor. And the supervisor typically will oversee a certain region uh, geographical region and i have found that to not overload a, a regional manager you typically want them to have between five and six properties if we're talking multifamily or self-storage and that keeps them very efficient and where they're not overloaded they can actually pay attention to the property and give it the care it needs And then from there, you kind of go up to a vice president role that is overseeing those regionals and then on up to president of the company and general ownership.
1: And at what level um, does an owner engage with a property management firm? Uh, Who who is the day-to-day contact and who helps the owner figure out if... uh, you would be a good fit for their needs as a property manager?
0: So typically the the way that Barge Properties handles it is most of the time we try to get the regional manager involved with ownership from an early, very early on um, point. Um, the vice president or president might be the first contact a lot of the time. But then try to bring the regional manager in as early as possible so ownership knows them, is comfortable with them, feels comfortable coming to that regional manager, or supervisor with questions, concerns they might see on a report, um, anything of that nature. They have that relationship. Um, and the regional should be very, um very knowledgeable about what's going on at the property level so